um, I think we do as a team, and we want to repay them with the win. The energy they gave us, we just try to reciprocate that by playing the game at a high level. And we just fed off the energy of the crowd. Uh, like I said, they've been waiting for a long time to be in the situation. We've been waiting for a long time to have them in this situation, and we're going to meet them again. And welcome to the form of Los Angeles Lakers podcast exclusively on the grid. I am your host, Patrick Brown, and I would like to take the time out to say thank you for rocking with me. Continue to support the grid and all of our content creators. We've got a really, really good show for you guys tonight. Going back down memory lane as we discuss. The Kobe Bryant free agency of July of 2007, the best kept secret nobody remembers. Before we get into all that, make sure that you like, share, comment, and subscribe to The Grid. You can follow us on our social media platforms. You can also follow us on uh, the streaming services as well. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Wherever you may listen to your podcast, you can also find me at the social media plugs at the bottom of your screen. And I've been saying this for the past couple of weeks. We see a lot of digital uh, networks with well over a million subscribers. So please, if you're watching it in the YouTube universe, we like to have a million subscribers as well. On a road to a milli, you feel me? But hey. Tonight's episode is likely going viral. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Laker Nation, it will likely go viral. So please run up those likes. I greatly appreciate it. The Grid Network greatly appreciates it. We're going to go back down memory lane. As I was putting this episode together, I've been letting it marinate for about, eh, about three or four weeks or so. And I got to thinking to myself, why don't we revisit this this wild, bizarre trade that nearly happened between the late, great Kobe Bryant and the Chicago Bulls? Yes, Kobe was almost a a Chicago Bull. But before we get to that, let's peel back the curtain and go back to... Let's go back to 2006. As you all remember, the Lakers had a early postseason exit. It was humiliating for Kobe. He gave us plenty of highlights, big games. The 81 points was... A part of that in 2006. But the Lakers were not in title contention. They were not in title contention. But let's go ahead and we'll start there. There was growing tension between Kobe and 
the 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 Lakers front office with Doctor the late Doctor Bus and Mitch Kupchak. The team was not in a, a championship mode. Kobe was on a scoring tear. It it was it was almost like unbearable to watch because it was like Kobe is putting the team on his shoulders and carrying his team to the finish. A postseason exit occurred against the Phoenix Suns, if I'm not mistaken. Fast forward to 2007. The Lakers have another postseason exit against the Phoenix Suns. There was a strain between Kobe and the Lakers front office. Kobe's patience was wearing very, very thin. You're talking about a guy that was in the, the apex and prime of his career. And he literally requested a, a trade out of Los Angeles. Mind you, we had just seen Kevin Garnett get traded to the Boston Celtics, who originally wanted to play with Kobe in L.A., but Kobe did not return his phone call. Now, whenever we get to this particular moment in Lakers franchise history, please note, this was the best kept secret nobody remembers. The great Kobe Bryant at age 27 was in the prime of his career. Had a three-peat. Shaq had just left in 2005 and went to Miami and won a championship in 2006. The Lakers had lost the finals in 2004 to the Pistons. Speaking of the Pistons, the Lakers were going to trade Kobe to Detroit against his will of the three teams that he went to the front office and presented. The Chicago Bulls was his preferred choice. The San Antonio Spurs and the Phoenix Suns. The team that had just eliminated him in the postseason. Mind you, Detroit had just won a championship in 2004 and beat the Lakers in five. Why would Kobe want to go there? He vetoed that trade. Because he basically said Detroit was not one of the teams that I put on my list of preferred destinations. So, from the time July rolled around all the way up until mid-August, right before training camp and all that started, the buzz around the NBA within sources was Kobe Bryant was on his way to Chicago and he was going to do whatever it took to get out of L.A. to go to Chicago. Now, you look at the Chicago Bulls at that time. You look at the Lakers. The Chicago Bulls had a decent team, but they hadn't had that true superstar since Michael Jordan retired in 1998. The Bulls had been lottery pick teams. They had just 
Vinny Del Negro was in his, I want to say his third season as the head coach of the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls had the players that they were going to send. They were willing to gut their roster for Kobe Bryant. I can remember Chicago Bulls fans just going AWOL saying that they were going to have Kobe Bryant in Chicago, the second coming to Michael Jordan. They were ready to go all in. But behind the scenes, Kobe Bryant and his wife, Vanessa, were already in Chicago looking at houses and schools for the kids. Kobe had his mind set on going to Chicago. It was the it, it was going to be a rocky exit out of the Lakers and on to a new beginning and a new chapter of his career. The players that Chicago was willing to offer. Ben Gordon, all-star caliber player. Joe Kim Noah. Tyrus Thomas, Lou Alding. Kobe wasn't going to Chicago if Lou Alding was included in the trade package. He wanted to play with Lou Alding. He saw the potential. Chicago, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. There was no way Kobe was going to Chicago. If Lou Alding was going to be included in a trade package. So. Chicago's. Upcoming 2007-2008 season. Hinged on. Trading for Kobe Bryant. They were ready to make the deal. Let's go down to. Phoenix. In San Antonio. The two premier teams in the Western Conference. In which Kobe went to battle with. Every playoff running. He was the Los Angeles Laker. He was a very fond of Greg Popovich and the Princeton offense with Tim Duncan, Parker, and Ginobili. They were a 55-60 win team every year. That would have worked to a degree. Phoenix, Mike D'Antoni, his, his his high pace offense with Steve Nash being the point guard in his prime. Sean Marion, Amari Stoudemire, Raja Bell, Leandra Barbosa. That team was loaded. You put Kobe Bryant with the Phoenix Suns. I can sit here and possibly say Steve Nash has. Two rings, if not three, with Kobe Bryant. Who knows? The Phoenix Suns were in the bat, were hindering and running around trying to figure out a package to put to bring Kobe Bryant to Phoenix. He even reached out to Jerry West, who was the president of basketball operations for the Memphis Grizzlies, and trying to go to Memphis. Shocker, shocker. The great Jerry West said, I can't allow you to do that. We're not competing for titles right now. I know you want to play with Powell, but 
we're not built to compete in a very competitive West. So, we zero back to L.A. The late, great Dr. Jerry Buss. He and Kobe had a long talk. Mitch Kupchak, the Lakers brass. Whatever Kobe wanted, they was going to give it to him. By the time we got ready to start training camp, Kobe Bryant signed the richest contract in league history with a seven-year deal worth $134 million. Highest paid player in the league in his prime, rightfully so. Kobe went on to win MVP in 2008. The Lakers got to the finals. Made the acquisition for Pau Gasol, middle of the season. But we lost to the Celtics in six. So through all the drama and turmoil, the Lakers still got to the NBA Finals in spite of. It was not a pretty finals for Pau Gasol. Kobe did all he could. But going up against the number one defense, in basketball with their big three consisting of Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and the plethora of role players that they had. That that motivated Kobe that summer. Playing for Team USA, the redeemed team. Getting back to the finals in 2009 against the Orlando Magic, beating the Magic in five. And getting his redemption against the Boston Celtics in 2010 in seven games, which was his last championship as a Laker, his fifth overall. Let's let's look at this from a different angle. If Kobe Bryant had left the Lakers and went to Chicago, what would his legacy have been? Does he win more championships? He was built to play on the biggest stage in the brightest lights. He was the second coming to Michael Jordan. I believe it would have took about three years before Kobe got to that to that fourth and fifth ring. Because it would have took Chicago quite a bit of time to retool their roster around Kobe Bryant. The Bulls ended up getting the number one pick in 2008, which they selected Derrick Rose. The Chicago Bulls, you could arguably say, were somewhat of a loser in that scenario. They kept their team intact. They were able to draft Derrick Rose and the Lakers got back to the finals from 2008 through 2010, winning two of the three. Kobe would, would go on to have his second his second part of his career, the second part of his 20-year career, was sensational. Mamba mentality. For everything that Kobe went through, he finally got what he wanted was to win a championship. That was his motivation 
that was his drive. If you wasn't willing to compete at the highest level for championships, you were not built to be a Laker. The Bulls, on the other hand, yeah, they got to the conference finals with the youngest MVP and Derrick Rose, but they never, that was a trade that they would never likely get over as long as the Chicago Bulls are in the Midwest. They had Kobe Bryant. They had him. But Kobe, realizing in his heart of hearts, he had it made. It was his team in L.A. He was built to play at L.A. He put fans in the stands. Arguably, arguably, one of the best boos he ever made in his career staying with the Lakers. Now, one may ask, and I'm going to be serious about this. What would the Lakers have looked like without Kobe Bryant? Through that period, it would have been a rough, it would have been some rough, very rough seasons. Because that same roster that Chicago is going to send for Kobe Bryant, Lakers fans wouldn't have had any patience for. That's just being honest. There's no patience when you play for the Lakers. It's championship or bust every single year. You come to L.A., you're expected to win right away. There's no such thing as there's always next year. There's always next year. That's not what we do. Any real Lakers fan knows that. And with that roster, with Ben Gordon, Joe Kim Noah, Tyrus Thomas and a Luol Ding. That would have been a middle tier team. Phoenix or San Antonio, Houston, Dallas would have mopped us in the postseason and a gentleman's sweep. There would have been probably some animosity towards Kobe to an extent. Going to Chicago. Maybe not so much, but going to the two teams in the West, which you, excuse me, which you had battles with year in and year out with San Antonio and Phoenix. I can only imagine what that reception would have been like. We all know how LeBron's reception went down upon going back to Cleveland for the first time when he was in Miami. Kevin Durant going back to Golden State. And how rowdy that uh, Oklahoma City Thunder fan base was. Those first trips back home to play your former team is not usually a pretty sight. But you, we all should be thankful that Kobe Bryant decided to stay with the Lakers and retire as one of the greatest Lakers of all time. It worked out. We went to three straight finals, winning two. And we had many, many everlasting games and memories of images of the late, great Kobe Bryant. So I say this. If Kobe Bryant were here today, he would probably tell us that he nearly left him with the Chicago. 
and that sit down interview with Shaq that they did a few years ago. Shaq had asked him about that. He said, "Oh yeah, I was I was almost out the door." And it was true when you and and I surely a lot of Lakers fans probably that went over the hills and through the woods to grandmother's house we go. I remember it because <laughs> I can remember to this very day being here in the Midwest and turning on the local news and they were saying, you know, Kobe Bryant's potential legacy is at stake to leave or stay in LA to retire to purple gold or leave because of the circumstantial situations that was going on within the organization. It's tough. It was tough on Kobe, but he weathered the storm. Between the legal issues, he was trying to rebuild his public image. It was a rough about four years for Kobe Bryant. It was. Because I can still remember some Laker fans in the area that were on eggshells. I was like, well, you can't burn jerseys. Like he, it's, it's not like it's a bad thing, but if you're not winning, the competitor in him wants to win every single time. Because we had just witnessed Kevin Garnett finally getting out of Minnesota and going to the Celtics. Kobe in the back of his mind had to be saying, man, I got a little bit of leverage here. What am I going to do? I go to Chicago. I can be a legend. I'm already a legend. I'm in my prime. Whatever it takes to win, you do it. That was his mentality. He had that Michael Jordan assassin's mentality. It eventually became the Black Mamba mentality. For everything that it's worth. The Los Angeles Lakers were the biggest winner of that summer. They kept the, the, the face of the franchise. They put a competitive team around Kobe. They hit the reset button finally. Seven years, $134 million. He retired a Laker. Played his entire career with one team. He didn't have to retire. He didn't have to take a take a break to let his mind recharge. Kobe was built different. I know this episode is going to go viral. So if you're watching on YouTube, please run up those likes. Run up the shares. Hit up that comment section. I greatly appreciate it. The Greg greatly appreciates it. But hey. It's always that what could have been. It's the reason why I picked this particular topic for the show tonight. I wanted to go back down memory lane. Peel back the curtains to see what was going on behind the scenes. Because if Kobe Bryant had became a Chicago Bull. Hey. I mean, Kobe was my guy. So wherever Kobe went, I was going to rock with him. But, you know, I'm glad he stayed a Laker. And he's a Hall of Famer and a top 75 player. We love you, Kobe. We miss you. 
We love you. You and Gigi are have the best seats in the house. Along with the others, you perished on in that helicopter crash. The Laker Nation. Be thankful and grateful that Kobe being Bryant, aka the Black Mamba, stayed with the Los Angeles Lakers and retired in the purple and gold. That is all the time I have for tonight's show. Be sure that you like, share, comment, subscribe to The Grid. This is the only place you can find the form a Los Angeles Lakers podcast exclusively on The Grid. Dare to be different. Enter The Grid. Your new leaders in digital media, sports, and entertainment. Have a blessed night. Continue to stay safe and hydrated. Take care of your mental and physical health. I'll catch up with y'all the next episode. Until next time, Laker Nation, you know the vibes. Like show. Let's go. Peace out. It's just I can feel the fans. I can feel that. You know, I think we do as a team, and we want to repay them with the win. The energy they gave us, we just try to reciprocate that by playing the game at a high level. And we just fed off the energy of the crowd. Uh, like I said, they've been waiting for a long time to be in a situation. We've been waiting for a long time to have them in a situation, and we're going to meet them again. Si tu día suena algo como... Necesitamos el reporte ya mismo. Tú te mereces una modelo. Si no bajas los brazos al escuchar... ¡Dos más! ¡Dos más! Tú te mereces el sabor refrescante de esta lager dorada. Y si no te rindes al oír... Tú te mereces esta cerveza elaborada para aquellos con un espíritu luchador. Modelo, la marca de los luchadores. Todo con medida importado por Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Vengan todos a la venta para amigos y familiares de JCPenney hasta el domingo. Usa el cupón de 30% extra en la tienda y llena tu carrito con estilo y ahorros. Y obtén hasta 60% de descuento en joyería fina y de moda. Además ahorra hasta 40% en ropa elegante para toda la familia. Compren juntos y luzcan de lo mejor este otoño. JCPenney, vale la pena. Selección de estilos, aplican exclusiones, cupón y oferta de ropa válidos hasta el 8 de octubre. Oferta de joyería válida hasta el 22 de octubre. Detalles en la tienda jcp.com.